Hello everyone, good to see you. My name is Anne-Claire Millman and our website is cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. We are part of a worldwide network of house churches. Go to our website, you'll find a lot of articles about house church, about how to, uh, to fellowship with people who are on the same page. And it's all about Christ in us. Last week, or was it even the week before, we had our, uh, our EU conference. After two years, we were able, well, you know, Corona happened and a lot of things. We were able to host a, a, a conference again. We were with 15 people from the uh, people from 15 different nations. An amazing time in the Lord. Lots of teaching, fellowship, food, and so on and so on. What house church is. So I encourage you, if you are looking for that, go to our website. Oh, go to the other website, the English one, cwowi.org. Okay, but today I want to talk to you about what your focus what are you what are you looking at uh, where's your focus because focus is something that you gaze upon that you look at and I was reminded of the scripture in Hebrews uh, where is it? Hebrews 12 actually it says therefore verse 12 verse 1 therefore we also since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses well he is talking the author which I believe is Paul he was talking about what you can read in, in chapter 11 about uh, the faith of Moses, about the faith of Abraham and Sarah, all those heroes of faith, so to speak, and how they overcame. And he says, therefore, we also let us lay aside every weight, the sin which so easily ensnare us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And the word run in Greek is treko. That means it's an intense desire. Uh, to get to the goal as quick as possible. And that word was used, of course, of runners in a race, moving forward with full effort and a direction, uh, directed purpose. And it says, okay, with the race that is set before us, because we all have to run a race. It's our life. And the Lord has things for us to do. So we are in a race. Then he says in verse 2, how do we do that? How do we run with endurance the race that is set before us? Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author, and the finisher of our faith. And the word looking or keeping or fixing our eyes on Jesus. Looking in the Greek means, that word means to look away from all else and to fix your gaze upon Jesus. Look away from all else. And that, uh, of course, signifies undivided attention. You are, when you are in a race, when you are running for the goal, for, the, for where you want to go, the purpose of your life, you do not look back. Because when you are in that race and you look back, I'm quite sure that you will stumble or get off course. That the past is the past. That's what Paul is, say, is saying. You can't look back to your life. The life, it's over. The past is the past because it has passed, right? And you do not look at others. You probably saw uh, um, runners in a race, you know, they just yeah, are so focused on the goal. And it doesn't matter if there are other people around them who are stretching and are doing all those things and preparing for the race or are on their phone or whatever. They don't mind. They have one thing. Uh, they gaze upon one thing. They look upon, uh, they look away from all else. 
and you do not look to others because it is your race had nothing to do with others so do not look at the distractions around you when you want to run the race when you want to finish your race when you want to finish it well okay so so you must look away from and where do you look until it says fixing or looking your gaze upon Jesus because he is the author and the finisher and the word author means the founder or the originator of our faith it's a Greek word archeos it means he is the first in a long procession a leader who pioneers the way for many others to follow he pioneered the way and we are all following after him and he's the finisher or the perfecter of our faith the Greek word means one who brings a process to its finish. If you are a process, in a process, he will bring it to finish. And that reminds me of what Paul says to the Philippians, first chapter, verse 6. I am confident of these things, he says, that he who has begun a good work in you, he will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So he started the work in you and he will make it and he will finish it and he will complete it. So how did Jesus finish his race it says he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him he endured that word means he stood his ground he has he has purposed what to do he made up his mind he grew a background so he continued to do something for a long time that's when you are endure something doesn't matter if it's stress if it's hard or whatever what comes against you you continue to do something for a long time that is when you endure you have stamina like a runner in a marathon he needs a lot of endurance to run his race so what was so actually when you look at the life of paul in first timothy uh, the first chapter, I think, verse 13, Paul says, I was formerly a blasphemer, I was a persecutor, an insolent man, which means he was violently arrogant, violently arrogant. Wow, that was who he was, because he persecuted the church. He even says, I was the worst of all sinners. He persecuted the church, and that is a thing you don't want to do. Why not? Because in X9, when you read about his, uh, how, how the Lord met him on the road to Damascus, and then the Lord says to him, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? So he took it very personally. You know, it was not just those Christians, but they, he was persecuting the Lord. And there's nothing worse than what you can do than persecuting the Lord, right? That's why he says, I am the worst of all sinners. Wow. But he also knew that in Christ you are a new creation. He mentioned that to the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5 and 16. And he says, we do not look at each other, you know, for, uh, in the flesh because you are a new creation. And you are a new creation in your spirit. Made new. Knew it was never like that before. And But then it's up to us to renew our mind, to think what the Word says about it, to think what the Lord says about you. About you. And to um, and and for your body, okay, to put it as a living sacrifice. Doesn't it means your body has nothing to say? It is just a slave. You treat it as a slave. What does Paul say in Philippians chapter three? Let's go there, verse thirteen, I think. He says, "Okay, I'm not already. I'm not perfect already, um, but I press on." that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended it, but one thing I do. The great Apostle Paul, you know, had such a background, such a past. One thing I do, I forget those things which are behind me. And I reach forward to those things we are ahead. And I press, I press towards the goal 
for the price that is there said before. So he said, uh, what did he say? I, one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind me. And here I have a book from a Greek schooler. And when you look at the word forgetting in Greek, it's the word epilantano. And epi means is a turning, like a turning from your focus on something else. You turn your focus from one thing to another thing. And the other word lantano means something that is finished or done with. So when you put it together, it actually means, let me see, it denotes something that may really have been true in the past, but it's no longer applicable. Uh, that's the hard word for me. Applicable, okay? It doesn't go for, it, it has nothing to do with you today. So no matter what your past was, no matter what you've done, no matter who your father was or your mother or your grandfather, what they have done and how that in affected your life. Yes, it could have affected your life. Yes, it could have affected Paul's life too. But he made a decision, I leave it behind. I I, I turn away my attention and I from the, from my past and I now look unto Jesus. So he says, put it out of your mind. That's what the word means. Put it behind you. Wipe it out. Erase it from your memory. Get it out of your system. Quit paying attention to it. Get your eyes off of it. Forget about it. Wow. If it is something in your past, you should leave it in the past. If it's behind you, you should never turn around, look at it and focus on it again. Where is your focus? What is your focus? Is your focus on your past of what you've done or what you still do as a Christian? That you still sin? When you focus on what you don't want to do, I'm quite sure you will eventually uh, do it. You know, when you tell a child not to take a cookie out of the cookie jar and you walk away from it to do something else, well, I can assure you that focus of the child is now on that cookie jar and those wonderful cookies that are in it. The, uh, his focus is like, oh, there's a cookie jar. Well, she doesn't see it, so let me get a cookie out of the cookie jar. Put your, put your focus not on the past, not on what you've done, what you still are doing. We are all in the process. We are not perfect. Paul says, I did not, I'm not perfected yet perfect yet but i press towards the goal and i forget those things which are behind when you are forgiven when you have asked forgiveness do not focus uh, on it again but put your focus on the lord on who he is on who he is in you it is christ in you right hope of glory and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world wow so my question today is what is your focus hope to see you next time bye bye